When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Let's inject alcohol into the situation. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. One, two, three. It's Mackie and Judd with Rami. With Rami. Who's the winner? Some may say none of them. But let the games begin. Three questions, one winner. It's Cram Session with Mackie, Judd, and Rami. Mackie and Judd with Rami on the all-new Score North and Score North mobile app. Apologies to Rami there, uh, putting him through the country music ring that was in that tough, last dude. segment. I'm he looked kidding. seriously uncomfortable. I was. I, was I, I laughed at first, and I now I think I, I was mean-spirited and just a terrible thing. I told I told Judd, if you guys want to like try and get a psychiatrist on the show to, to see if they can explain this. Was it mean-spirited? That. No. No, it's fine. Okay. He's saying that now. Inside, he's crying. No, as long as we make... <laughs> he's saying that now, but when he sues us, then then he'll really mean <laughs> yeah. it. My number one concern, Monday through Friday, 4 to 6, let's make good radio. If that makes me uncomfortable, then it makes me uncomfortable. Let's make good radio. No, it makes the listeners uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> so every, another topic. every Monday and Thursday, top of the second hour, we have our corrupt and mostly completely biased producer, Jonathan Harrison, lead us through three questions... Right he awards points to the winner of each question. It's called Cram Session. Let's go question number one. Before we start, can I just say, Jonathan, how excited are you about the re-release of Avengers Endgame? Oh, I can't Am wait. Am I right? I'm so excited. Okay. It's going right. to be great. That's to, a great start. They want to get re-release? Re-release. It was just released. They're basically doing it because they want to pass uh, Avatar as the top-grossing movie right. of all time. So they're and just they're putting just, it back out in theaters. Yes. They're adding footage to the end of the movie, like the very end after the credits. Because they're Basically, like, here's stuff you didn't see because they really want to pass. They're like fifty Avatar. million dollars away from passing yeah. Avatar for the worldwide box office that, record. That was such BS and so transparent. What Rami just did there, <laughs> that I can't even. That I will tell you right now, sitting in my house is a Star Wars twin. I was going to say, where's that Star you know Wars what? shirt? It's all yours. Oh, if things go oh, right today. If things, oh, let's just straight up. Go right. I'm just going to not even behind no, the I'm scenes bribery. I'm not saying what the parameters <laughs> wow. are. Maybe I just want one point. Wow. Hey, Jonathan. Jonathan. All right. <laughs> <laughs> You're fired. I'm your boss. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure, kid. <laughs> No pressure. I think Rami's little avatar thing just went by the wayside. Well, Judd, you also did say Avengers Endgame was crap yesterday, so that's a knock against you. So good luck coming back from that. Sitting in my house. Byron Buxton's out, Max Kepler's out, and Eddie Rosario is injured as well. So, boys, which outfield injury for the Twins most concerns you right now? Byron Buxton. 
Not not because he's going to be out the longest, but just because when he he a he's injury prone and he he almost always hits the disabled list for chunks of time, and it mm-hmm. might not be the only time this season. But when he's out, you feel it across multiple different areas. You feel it in the lineup. You feel it defensively. Your pitchers feel it. All of a sudden, guys who were having fly balls tracked down on the edge of the warning track, those are going for doubles and triples, and maybe even home runs in some cases. And uh, so I just think Byron Buxton, when you take him out of the field and out of the lineup, it affects everything. So his injury concerns me the most always, even if it's short term. Like you could lose a game because he's not playing center field. It's a good answer. I like it. But it's not the thing that concerns me the most. And the injury that concerns me the most was not mentioned by the producer. That, of course, is the loss of the heart and soul of this team today, as we found out. La Tortuga. A strained oblique again now. He's out again for a second to heart and soul of this team. The little engine that could. The man that scaled a wall two nights ago to make a great catch. The man who Patrick Royce said he would protest if he didn't make the roster out of spring trading. And the man that Rami Maklov absolutely loved until a couple days ago, mysteriously. He turned on La Tortuga. I and, still love him. And we no, don't know stop why. It. I love La Tortuga. The, he, he, my guy. He is, he is, he exemplifies everything that's right about the 2019 wins and his loss for 10 days, which I'm sure will be exactly 10 days because I think he was stashed, Will is to me the biggest loss. I think it's Eddie Rosario for a few reasons. One, obviously, just the pure production that that guy gives you. He might be your best player over the course of this season. He might be the best player on the Twins. And also, he's he seems to be the leader of this thing. He's the guy who came up with Bombas he seems he's you hear the Eddie chant every time he comes to the plate, every time he runs out to left field, he gets tar he seems to get target field going more than anybody else in those spots where they need target field to get going. And that injury seems like it could be a tricky thing. It doesn't seem serious right now, but sprained ankles can always be tricky and the timetable is always a little bit cloudy regardless of of how serious they are. So because of the seriousness of the injury, the pure production and the spirit that you lose with Eddie Rosario, I'm going to say Eddie is the biggest loss. Okay, Judd, once again you have this special knack of not answering the question. Thank you. Thank you. I, I did answer the question. I you just didn't pick one that you options. wanted. I gave you three options. You didn't give me the one I wanted. I appealed to the masses and that's you know all who gave I care me the about. one I wanted. My Q rating is very high right now. Phil Mackey gave me the one I wanted. Byron Buxton. Guy, yeah, he's injury prone, so you never know how long he's going to be out. But the outfield really does feel it when he's out because he covers so much ground out there. So I had to go with Phil Mackey here. Phil gets the point. Keeps going this way. That shirt's going to Rami Makhlouf. Oh, cool. I'm a winner either way. (laughs) After what you had to endure with the country music, I actually, I, I bleed for you right now. Nice. All right. We've got a Score North Home Run League team update. Giancarlo Stanton's out until probably August, according to the Yankees manager. And he's been out for most of the season, and he was Derek Wetmore's first pick in the draft. And he's only got one home run this season. So I've talked to the commissioner of the league, Matthew Collar, and he said it's okay if he trades him out. But we're not going to let Derek Wetmore choose. We're going to choose, boys. You each are going to give me an option from the list of the top 15 home run hitters in the league right now. I've whittled that list down from the players that already taken so you have to give me an option and then i will choose 
the new teammate or the new player on Derek Wetmore's list. Can I just say, I'm going to answer your question, but we are giving him, first of all, why does he get a replacement? I'm not going to. I'm going to lose on purpose Secondly, for what you're going to say. He does not get a replacement. Why are we and giving I, him such a good replacement? Well, we're not. Here's the thing. He's not he doesn't get the home runs that the guy's you're, already. Not, only, only moving forward. I'm, only moving forward okay. does he get the home runs. None off this list. I'll go first. We're not doing this. I'm not doing this. Trevor Story's out for like two weeks now. Guess who doesn't get to replace him? I don't. I don't care. We drafted these teams. They're set in stone. And unless we come up with a league rule that everyone who's hurt could be replaced, he gets no one off we the list. We just come up with a league rule. As I, if they're injured for a long period of I, time. That's, that's, unqu- that's unquantifiable. It's not happening. I, I'll, I will forfeit the point and go to my grave that Derek Wetmore is not, not getting today. this guy. Bye. <laughs> it's just not getting a point, and I'm not getting a Star Wars shirt. So, Rami, congratulations on the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. That's awful. <laughs> Can we all agree? Let, let's just give him who who was that one guy, the David Ortiz, uh, Diet David Ortiz guy who played for the Twins a couple years ago? Switch hitter guy, Kenny Vargas. Kenny Vargas. He's in is Mexico, on, I think. Is he? The week, we're going to count the Mexican League <laughs> home runs <laughs> of Kenny Vargas on Derek Wetmore's team. Where to go, Mackie? Yes, Phil's right. Executive decision. And you know what? I'm getting that shirt, so I'm not even going to bother answering this question. I don't, I don't wow. care. I don't All care right. who, who, who Wetmore gets. I, I, guess, don't, I don't think he should get anybody. I guess I'm getting the point here, boys. Take your point. Yeah, Jonathan. I'm getting the jo- shirt. Jonathan and myself are now tied at one. This is like <laughs> out, for, out for a long time is is the same as write that down when we started and Phil said Carl Anthony Towns will be the man. Write that down. I want a replacement for Jose Ramirez. <laughs> I know. He's I'm without, Tre- I'm without Trevor Story. I, injuries I, related, boys. I proposed at the halfway point that each of us has the option of replacing one person on your roster. Inju- okay. Injury or otherwise. So we have a, another... Another draft, and you can pass if you want, if you're happy with your team. I'm sure some people are. Yep. But we have another draft. We start with last place, move our way up to first. You can replace one you player on your roster moving forward. Man, you guys Actually, this really negatively. I don't mind that idea. You guys are hurt by this. We're at the you? halfway Rami's point. Ideas, I, think it's, I, I could live with that. I think it's a. But a, I'm not giving Wetmore a replacement when the rest of us can't get him. You had the choice to give him a bad option. I agree. All the options are the good. Options are good. Yeah. All the options How are good. How do you good. know that? They might sure. just give me a guy for with, the rest of the season. Give me a guy with no home runs. He can have him. <laughs> give me a pitcher. You're getting Madison Bumgarner. No, no, he, he can hit home runs. He has sixty. Give me a pitcher who can't yeah. have any this year. Yeah, who can't hit home runs at all? Does he? I don't mm-hmm. think he does. All right, whatever. I guess I'll get that point then. So it's between me and Mackie for the win today. So as I mentioned, the story, <laughs> the story last break. <laughs> Thanks for the help there, boys. Uh, about. Me being called fat by the suit guy last weekend. So what's your worst retail experience you've ever had, boys? All right. Mine is uh mine is more it's it's a self inflicted bad experience. Um in fact, it happened about two years ago, downtown Minneapolis. And just to back up the night before, may have gone to a Mexican restaurant and had the hottest salsa that they have. I love hot salsas and hot sauces. Mm-hmm. My body does not. Okay. Okay. So just to set the scene, my body, I woke up and my body was like ready to revolt a number of times. I'm not going to go too far into the, into the ditch for this story, but gotcha. you can kind of imagine, yeah. right? Okay. Mm-hmm. And so my gal and I are going to go out. It's Saturday or Sunday morning. Nice, lovely morning. We're going to go out for a walk downtown Minneapolis. We live in the area. And uh, we stop at a coffee shop, Dumb Brothers, on the corner of Washington and somewhere, Third Street and somewhere. And uh, I was a little tired, too. I grab a green tea, and I, I sip a hot green tea, and we start walking again. 
Well, that's a huge mistake for a number of reasons. If you've got mm-hmm. an upset stomach and Hot you put green coffee tea or and tea, walking. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So you're setting just everything like, in motion, just not thinking at all about it. And again, the it's runners a, are on the move. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. Indicator. And, and, uh, and there, were, there was a runner leading off second base as we started blocking. Okay. And so we get, and we're going to go like, do some I don't know, shopping around. And now, mind you, during the weekend, the Skyways, there's a lot of. A lot of bathrooms that would otherwise be open during the week, during a work week, that aren't open. Sure. So we walk into one of these, like, I don't know, somewhere. We walked toward, it was toward Macy's is where we wound up going. And I, it was top three panic moment of my life. <laughs> oh, my God. I need a bathroom within, my, like, I have a three-minute clock right now. I need a bathroom. And she's like, we'll find, like, we'll find a bathroom. I'm like, no, you don't. You don't understand. <laughs> Have you guys ever had those moments where you're literally thinking about what is your backup option right now? Yeah. You can't find a bathroom yes. in a public place. George Brett. <laughs> yeah. George Brett story. So we're walking through, and I see Macy's, and we're at Macy's. I'm like, there's got to be a men's room in Macy's somewhere. And I'm like, Kind of half jogging down the aisle, <laughs> and some poor worker standing there. And I said, "I'm like bathroom. Where's the bathroom?" <laughs> she points back in the corner. I get to the bathroom. I open it up. Like, thank God, there's a homeless person in the only stall in the bathroom. Oh. I went women's room. <laughs> yep, done it. Done it. Had to do it. Had to do it. Well, yeah, it's an emergency situation. So I know your story was about someone like a tailor calling you fat. Yeah. So I don't know if I took that question in the right direction. But no, that's, that's, that's the fair. question was: What is the worst retail experience you've had in a Macy's women's bathroom? That's yeah. a pretty bad experience. That's right up there. I, uh, you want to go next, Judd? No, I was just thinking about the situation. No, go ahead. Mine is, mine is recency biased. This might not be the worst experience I've ever had, but it's the most recent bad experience I've ever had. I won't even name the place, but it's a coffee chain that I'm a fan of. I frequent often because I like the consistency of their product and I like the consistency of their service. At this particular chain, I always get good service, prompt service. They work fast and they get me the quality product that I want when I go there every time, regardless of location. A few weeks ago, had a few hours in between shows. It was a nice day out. I was like, I'm going to go for a drive and get a cup of coffee. Judd remembers this, yes, right? Yes, this is good. <laughs> so I, 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 I drove like 10, 15 minutes to the nearest location of this chain, and I ordered a coffee, and I moved down the line to where you would pick up your coffee. And uh, I waited like 10 minutes, no coffee, and I had to get back to work. So I'd lean over the counter, and i say to the young lady there, uh, hey, do you have a... Do you have an order for Rami back there that you're going to be working on anytime soon? Got to get back to work. Just like that, as polite as could be, right? She picks up a cup. She looks at the label. She goes, yep, got you right here. I was like, awesome, thanks. She sets down my cup and starts working on another drink. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Another five minutes passes by. (laughs) And when I walked in, there was a line, okay? There was a line. And there was a line behind me. There was a line in front of me. There was a line behind me. Some dude who literally, he ordered at the register and walked down to the pickup spot and his coffee was ready. He had two coffees ready and, and been waiting there for, for like 15 I've minutes. been there for 15 minutes. <laughs> so again, I lean over the counter. This time, not so nice. I go, how did he get his coffees before me? He ju- I, I just saw him order those coffees. 
And she looks at me like there's not a problem in the world and goes, I don't know, like that chipper, that chipper. Just, I don't know. Service with a smile. Okay. Yeah. And I went, you know what? Bleep you. I want a refund. No, did you say that? <laughs> yes. I said bleep you. And you used the... Yes. I want a refund. And she gave me a refund. Wow. And I came back here and had office coffee and started off Mackie and Judd with Rami angry. Angry. Did, rem- did she say, no roof nation? <laughs> <laughs> How did she take it when you said bleep you? She was still not not shocked, not not apologetic at all. She was just like, all right. And gave me my refund, like nothing, nothing phased this girl whatsoever. Nothing at all phased this girl. It was ridiculous. She didn't care whether or not I was happy with the service there or not. She gave Clear, zero well, crap. She gave zero crap. I mean, she seemed nice about it. She didn't I'm care sure if they were getting it. my business. She all did right. not care. I can't compete. <laughs> Pick between those two. I can't compete. Judge is one withdrawing from that session. I, yeah. Withdrawn from two questions in a row for Judd. Wow. Well, okay. the, first, the, the second one I'm mad about. He can't get a replacement. He's not getting a replacement. I'll okay. talk to Collar. We'll fix I'm going to have to go with Phil here because I've had that bathroom panic before at a retail location and out in public. It's not fun. So, Robin Phil, told, you win today. Robbie told an employee to bleep off. I know, and I'm proud of him. That's pretty that. impressive. I, that. I, I legitimately have like five all time bathroom panic stories. That I'll, <laughs> <laughs> the Chicago one in yeah. the cab where you yeah, basically went around the like two yeah. blocks I'll, was my I'll favorite. I'll tell you that one during the break. Oh, and maybe man. on there sometime. All right, Mackie and Jub with Rami. By the way, the NBA is proposing some way out there changes that we want to talk about when we come back. Let freedom run this Independence Day at the Red, White, and Boom TC Half Marathon Relay in 5K Minneapolis on July 4th. Enjoy hot dogs, All-American Pops, and a free Summit beer. For sign-up information, visit scorenorth.com, keyword boom. And while you're at scorenorth.com, check out our new podcast series. It's called Minnesota Sports Rewind. It's where we go back and do deep dives into some of the most prominent moments in Minnesota sports history. Right now, you can find episodes on Twins-Tigers Game 163, Twins A's from the 2002 playoffs, and Kevin Love's 30-30 and 30 game. It's Minnesota Sports Rewind on ScoreNorth.com, Apple, Spotify, and anywhere you find podcasts. All right, this Twins game is still happening right now. There's a runner on second base in the top of the 14th inning for Tampa. Trevor Mays on the mound. 2-2, uh, two, to two, two outs, 1-2 and two count now to Wendell. And he's trying to wiggle out of this thing with the potential game-winning run on second base. Started an hour late, too, because of the rain. Supposed, yeah, this is supposed to start at noon and start at 105, Wait, I believe. Rain delay? There was a rain delay, but you know what? Huh. They still played, and <laughs> it still turned out to be a nice day. It right? really did. Yeah, yeah, That's enough from you. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Rain delays happen. Part of baseball. It's great. I mean, they don't have to be, but whatever. Allows for fans to really, really have some fun at the ballpark. Get to know their ballpark. Yeah, Enough. look at all those fans. Walk all that fun. Walk around. Enough. Did no, you guys we're see? Fighting. No, we're fighting. I'm glad he played country music now. <laughs> I took sympathy on you, but you know what? Horses bleep. <laughs> this story is really, really interesting. I'm just going to read this and interesting. Get is that the word? I think it's interesting. Okay. I actually don't disagree with some of this stuff. All right. So let's throw it out there. I have there. a different word, but go ahead. Then I'll say my word. <laughs> the NBA is formally exploring how it might use its 75th anniversary season as an opportunity to test some of its bolder initiatives. Not only a mid-season cup and postseason play-in tournament, but also a reduction in the 82-game regular season schedule. So this would be for the 2021 and 2022 season. They're thinking about reducing the number of games to something or another. 
56 um, is a number that I've seen thrown out there. 56? Yeah. Okay. Oh. Actually, 58. Oh, Looks 58. like 58. Oh. Ensuring every team would host each of the other That's 29 right. teams yeah. in their arena. So you'd have a home and home with everybody in the league. Really? Yep. And they're thinking about instituting some sort of a mid-season tournament. Yeah. So a couple things. So it's 59 regular season games, he and then to, they're yeah. going to throw in the rest of this garbage. Okay. And then um, a play-in tournament and mid-season cup. So there'd be two separate things, like some sort of play-in tournament to get into the postseason, and there would be a mid-season cup like they have. I mean, they have this. EPL has mid-season cups. This is stolen right Champions from League is yes. a mid-season cup. Yep. And uh, and you could argue that, well, the World Baseball Classic isn't mid-season, but it's a mid-spring training cup. But this is r- ripped off straight from, from yeah. the soccer idea. That's where they got this idea from. I, I, I love all these things. Why? What 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 is a midseason cup? What even is that? Who competes in that? What is the point of it? What do you mean? What's the point of it? What it's is entertaining. The point of it? It's what's different the, type of championship flavor. What's the point of games sixty through eighty-two in a regular NBA season, though? Okay, if you want to shorten the season, shorten the season, but don't don't sell me garbage and and tell me that it's meaningful. This is you mentioned the World Baseball Classic. The World Baseball Classic is stupid. City yacht. There's no point to it. There's absolutely no point to the World Baseball Classic. Do you think the World Cup in soccer is stupid? I mean, I just don't care enough about soccer to have that strong of an opinion on it. But I mean, do you think the Olympics are stupid? The Olympics, yeah, they're kind of pointless. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I hate the Olympics. It's so all you, stupid. So what? The Olympics where, okay, are a waste of time. So where do you draw the line with? Because if we want to go philosophical, I could tell you that like sports don't really matter in the no, scheme I, of but life. They and, don't. But I mean, and so, you're just making up stuff. You're just gonna first. What is? Like what, so, what are we going to do? Take all the NBA players? Like there'll be a Europe team, a US. What what exactly is the idea of this midseason cup, and why should I care? I think what they're trying to do is is two things. If the NBA regular season is like they're on a list of of interesting things on a menu that the NBA has to offer, number one is postseason basketball. Number two is free agency. Number three is the draft and speculation. Number four is their regular season. I think. I think the fourth, I think you're probably right. And so what they're trying to do is how can we cut out some of the thing that isn't that interesting and replace it with something that's more competitive and interesting. So this is, and, so but is it? This is 58 games to get to to your ordinary champion. Is that correct? To your, to then, your postseason. Yes. And, and then a midseason tournament that w- is modeled after what soccer does yep. to create a different type of champion like they do in soccer. Yeah. And I don't know if it would be like, the Timberwolves would be a team in the midseason tournament, or if it would be like just like in in MLS, United is a team in in Champions League, Liverpool is a team. But or would, it, or would it be something different like World Baseball Classic, where it's more of a world's type of a tournament? I don't know. Either way, but it's more interesting than like Pelicans and Pistons on a Tuesday night. Either way, I have little. I have less interest in a midseason cup than regular season games. Less interest in it. They're 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 trying to make up meaning for a midseason cup. They're just going to come up with something out of thin air, and all of a sudden, it's supposed to mean something to these players and these fans. But think about this. And the thing, I'm sorry, Judd, but the thing that they're trying to 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 curb or dissuade people from doing is all these players who are resting. If I'm a player who wants rest, and you come up with a midseason cup. To try and to try and place importance on games that I don't want to play because they're not important. It's not important to me because you called it a midseason cup because you've placed some sort of importance on it. I want to and might even try to lose in the first round so I can go to Cancun and take off the time that I was planning on taking off. I'm not even kidding. But do you think that that this is now? I get where you're coming from with what you're saying, but you know what? In the long term thought of this, 
I sort of like it a little bit. And here's the thing, too, is can you curb, if you do this, so let's say it's an international flavored tournament, okay? Can we also curb guys from then going and playing in in the summer months for their countries? Because I've always, I would love to get that curtailed a lot, unless it's the Olympics, and I'm not even sure that I like that at this point. This sounds to me like a step, and, and it seems odd, and I get it, and it goes against the nature of American sports fans, but this sounds to me like a step that could actually be long-term pretty cool. Well, let's start with the main thing here, which is reducing the regular season from 82 games down to something else. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't... I'm okay with that. I am too. I don't I don't need 82 regular season games. Do we need to fill that... If they go from 82 to 58, which would probably reduce the regular season by, what, two months? Something like that? Month, probably like a month and a half, somewhere in there? Well, they'd probably spread the schedule out a little bit more. Because okay. this is about the players wanting their rest. Yeah. Sure. So you spread it out, and maybe you wind up shortening the season by a month. Sure. And you spread out the extra two or three weeks, and, and that's rest. Do we need to replace that, or should the season just start in... Should it just start a month later? The owners, though, won't go go for, exactly. for that. But but basketball and hockey both should slash games off. The only thing like, they need to replace is revenue. Yes. So they're going to try... Which this tournament would do. They're going to try and convince us... That this midseason cup means something, so we watch and they can sell advertising. That's that's the point of all this. Cause and not not the national games. The national games do well in the ratings. The problem is, and I heard, oh, I forgot the ESPN NBA writer on Dan Levitard talking about this very thing today. The problem is in regional markets, there are so many teams that are so bad that NBA regular season basketball just can't compete in the entertainment market. Yeah. And I think we're in one of them right now. Aren't we? But when the, the Wolves, oh, when yeah. the Wolves are really bad for a long stretch. Yeah, they don't draw. They don't draw. Yep. They don't draw TV. They don't draw radio. They don't draw live attendance. So that's the problem is, is the live local regional programming. National NBA broadcasts do just fine. So when you take these games away from these regional networks and the teams, you have to find something to replace it revenue wise. So, so they decided midseason cup that means nothing. So I'm not going to die on this hill. Like I'm, I'm not adamant that they have to have a midseason cup. But I'm all for, in general, I'm all for the way the NBA thinks. I love how the NBA looks at what they've got in front of them, and they say, all right, we're, we're on a roll right now. I mean, we're passing the NFL in, in, in certain ways, and the NFL is still king. But the NBA is very solidly number two in this country right now, and that wasn't the case 20 years ago. I just love whether they implement a midseason cup or not, whether that's a dumb idea. They are not afraid, Adam Silver, to sit in a room and say, you know what? Let's put some wacky ideas out there to move the ball forward, and let's make it public well, and see what people think. And we're I there. And we're we're there. Exactly right is is the fact, and they they've seen this now for like five years or so. But this resting players, like if fans pay top dollar to go see a game and guys don't play, okay, that game shouldn't be played. Then probably, like you've got to find. And if hockey and and basketball both could find a way to get their seasons curtailed, if you could play. Ideally, 60 games. It'd be fantastic. The playoffs aren't too long. The regular season is. Like, if, if you back the whole thing up, the playoffs are fine. Because people will say, well, the first round used to be best three of five. And you know what? Four of seven is absolutely fine. But the regular season in both those leagues, and the only sport I think right now that has the regular season right in games is football, which is why I have no interest in 18 games. 16 games is absolutely perfect. 
Everybody else, including baseball, could cut back. If baseball went back to what they were, I think, pre-1961, uh, 154, it'd be fine. Yeah, Every I'd be, other sport's I'd be too okay long. with that. Yeah. The other thing, too, here, and this is the second-to-last paragraph in this story from ESPN.com, the NBA uh, making wholesale changes to the schedule in a little more than two years' time would come with major complications. The NBA would need the cooperation of numerous stakeholders from the NBA's uh, players' union to ownership groups to national and local broadcast partners and sponsors, among others, because you don't want a huge drop in revenue. Like, you've got all these guaranteed contracts, and they're based off of splitting up that pie. A pie and of revenue, pie. right? Yep, exactly. I don't know what the NBA's pie is, like $9 million, and the players get four and a half or a billion, mm-hmm. and the players get four and a half billion, and that's how contracts are based. Well, if that pie went down to like $7 billion from $9 billion, they're all going to be fine. Like, they'll all be able to feed their kids, but they have guaranteed contracts and stuff. So, I don't hate Probably the idea. I don't hate the idea of a play-in tournament, and that was kicked around a year or two ago. The first time I heard about it, and the how pro- would that work? The proposal I heard, and I'm not sure about all the details that I'm about to spew. I might be slightly off on this, but they were going to do away with conferences, and then it was the top four or the top eight teams record-wise. They're in the playoffs, and then the other, the other, the remaining teams would all go into a tournament, I think a double elimination tournament. So all of the remaining teams. All the remaining teams. I so love the thirtieth worst team in the NBA, they get in they get into the play in tournament. All the rest of the NBA goes into the play in tournament. And I think it's like a I don't think it's single elimination, maybe a double elimination tournament to determine the other eight teams that fill out the rest of the NBA. And how long would it would it take like a couple weeks? And Something the other like, teams yeah. would just get a couple weeks off? Probably. Basically. Yeah. That would be fun. So I'm in on that. I'm in on the short and regular season. I won't die on the hill of a midseason cup, so I'm not. But changing things is fine. Yeah, I just hate creating meaning around things. Midseason cup championships were though when when they started out, they were creating it. But you could argue that like every single thing ever created is is that right? All right. Let's be philosophical. Like okay. someone, you know to, someone literally pinned right. a peach basket to a telephone nothing pole. Nothing means and, anything. And put a ball and everything in means nothing. You know what though? Basketball and hockey to me are, are the place to start because baseball people will go crazy. Right? You can't change baseball. The numbers won't mean something. Basketball and hockey, go ahead and change. By the them. way, I was watching. But the I'm jump. with you. Olympics suck. I was I'm watching, totally with you. I was watching the jump today, and Scotty Pippen brought up what you just brought up that baseball fans would. He said, "How do we compare different eras now?" It's a completely different game if you shorten it to a 58-game schedule. That's fine. All the records, all the stats, everything is different. But it doesn't matter. The per-game stats are the same. Yeah, but even the total stats, because these these are guys playing on more rest. So they're able to accumulate. I'm fine with that. But do you care? I don't care. No. I don't really know. Michael Jordan was still good. They used to to not pass in football. Right. You know, remember, like, was it Notre Dame and Newt Rockney that finally said, you know what? I just went through the rule book. I'm pretty sure we can take this ball and just throw it down the field. <laughs> well, for a while they couldn't, too. The rule book said they couldn't. <laughs> yeah. Let's try that and see what happens. Luther Brookdale, speaking of innovation, Luther Brookdale Toyota has all kinds of innovation going on in the service department, also in the showroom area with these brand new Toyotas. There's a diving catch by uh, my guy, Luis Arise. As the twins continue on in the 15th he inning. that ball? Um, he is a very efficient baseball player. He can do a lot of things. He's versatile, just like Camrys and Corollas and a RAV4. In fact, the RAV4 might be the most versatile vehicle in the world right RAV4. now. RAV4. Say that again? RAV4. There it is. Mm-hmm. Yep. What Show about the, uh, the Camry and the Corolla? Camry and Corolla. Yeah. All very durable. 
That RAV4 XLE, it's got the spaciousness of an SUV, the handling of more of a Camry or a Corolla. Yeah. And uh, it's got great gas mileage for an SUV, too. I've had a great experience the first month in my brand new 2019 RAV4 XLE. Thanks to the people at Luther Brookdale Toyota, 694 Brooklyn Boulevard and LutherBrookdaleToyota.com. It's Mackie and Judd with Rami. We wrap with Royce shortly. Thank you, Jonathan Harrison, TCL Broadcast Studios. Time to wrap with Royce. Patrick, are we going 17 again? We're in the bottom of the 15th, tied at two. I don't know. This lefty from this sidearm and lefty from Tampa who looks like he would be like the third reliever for the Meesville Mudhens is uh, dazzling our boys here. So uh, they have, uh, what, it's 2-2 two to two after 2, and it's now 2-2 two to two in the 16th, 15th, right? Uh, Correct. The uh, the Tampa Bay's had a few chances, but the Twins have been pathetic. They haven't had anything. I'll tell you one thing, though, watching this game, you see how many hits the shift takes away. Holy cow, there's been four or five of them here in the last extra innings. But uh, that ball that Kepler hit, the to uh, you know the in the tenth inning there past the first baseman the second baseman just walks over there and picks it up and throws him out and then that ball of the uh, in the eleventh inning that Garcia just ripped right up to the middle little little to the right of short little to the left side of shortstop and yeah guy just standing right there it's uh, it's incredible how many hits they take away now yeah so uh, Kyle Kyle Gibson is warming up for the Twins right now and yeah looks exactly. Like- out there getting loose, I would think they get another end out of another inning out of McGill, don't they? I would, I would think. think so. He's at like twelve pitches yeah. or something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What would that do then? When is Gibby supposed to pitch? I don't even know. A couple of days. Yeah, he only, he pitched so, a couple of days ago. Didn't he pitch on yeah. Sunday or, or what day is today? Thursday on Monday? I want to say no Tuesday. Know. You know what? Uh, the the uh, the fact of the matter is these boys aren't hitting for about the last two weeks. So once in a while they pop up and. And put up some runs, but uh, there's uh, there the uh, you know the the idea that uh, they they couldn't exactly keep it going is obviously coming true here. They're just not hitting that well lately. And even still, and, uh, they still haven't lost three games in a row. And if they score a run here, they sweep the Rays. So it's pretty amazing yeah, that they can yeah. go into a, a team wide slump in some ways and still be this good. Yeah, oh, it is. It is. It, they, I mean, this team came in now. Tampa's having. Trouble too. I mean, Tampa's really cooled off. No, nope, Gibby's getting warm. So uh, yeah, here's he is. So I got rained out today. I was going to go, and then I said, "Ah, I mean, we had a monsoon this morning. What happened? I didn't think we were going to play. And uh, now they end up they're playing fifteen. They might end up playing two games today. So, and I think the rain is supposed to come back, Pat. If they don't get this we're thing wrapped up, we You're might right. be looking at at another delay of some sort. <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you you and you'd end up extra innings and you're tied they suspend them now right so they don't start them over like they used to so uh right. tampa would have to fly back in to finish it sometime if they didn't get her done today so yeah it was yeah two uh two major rain delays uh six hours apart that doesn't happen too often so yeah anyway yeah you know just what this what as i said today Target Field needs a big D. That's what they need. A big drought. That's what oh, they need. Okay. We need a big drought. We need, you know, Where's drought is the most underrated thing of all time. Uh, summer yeah, 88, not, right? Huh? I said your favorite summer, summer yeah. of 88. Oh, man, you didn't even have to look up. That's when I was playing a lot of golf. You didn't even have to look at this guy. You just knew it. And plus, you'd get an extra 30 yards, you know. 
Now, sometimes that was 30 yards sideways, but uh, <laughs> you get an extra, you know, that nice, I love that nice crunch of the grass when you're walking across it in July and August. You know, we, we need a damn good drought where it doesn't rain a drop for like six weeks. Come on, let's go. <laughs> Not a nickel's worth. Pat, um, what's, what's let the, the farmers whine and complain. I was going to say, to hell with the farmers. You want to go? Well, they're going to bitch anyway, you know. <laughs> I grew up with those guys. They, they, I said they had the, you know, down in Redwood Falls, they have the big farm fest. They got two great big tents. They got one that says bitch and the other says bone. They got those are their two uh <laughs> Those are the two tents that you have for the farmers. So yeah. that besides we're kind of a check anyway if we don't if it gets dry dry. So what's, they're, what's, they're the, what's the what was the peak of your golf game, Pat? When I played the most or when I was When you were the best. Never what's the best good. you ever were? No, no. The best I ever was was when I would break a hundred and forty percent of the time. <laughs> But it would really help if it was. It was really. It would really help if it was a bad golf. It was an easy golf course without many trees on it. You know, once in a while, then I could. Uh, you know, I could break under maybe forty percent of the time. But uh, never. If, if it was an actual difficult golf course, I never had a chance. So it didn't make any difference. But I played a lot of them. I played a lot of great golf courses. But. Uh, not, uh, not, not with much success. Yeah. Hey, I can't, I can't roll the R like these guys can. So I'm going to say the name of the ask. I'm going to have Rami say the name of the ask you question uh, with Luis. Arise. Do you think yeah. he is? Is is he a guy that you would say? All right, let's maybe dangle him while he's hot to another team, or would you say, ah, let's keep oh. that guy around for six years? You no, know, if somebody wants to put him, if somebody wants him as part of a deal, they can have him. I like him. I mean, he's a good, good little hitter, but. Uh, He's, uh, you know, they, they probably are in better shape in the middle of the infield than anywhere else in the organization. So if somebody says, we, you can't have, uh, you know, you need to give us three players and one of them has to be Louis Arise to give, give us Madison Bumgarner, I, I wouldn't have had a problem saying, okay, that's fine. I, I, you got to like the kid. He's got that uh, cartoon face and everything else, but, uh, yeah, I wouldn't, uh, I would not hesitate, especially now that you know you got, you got Polanco, right? I mean, I, I wasn't sure he was your shortstop forever, but he is. We we found that out now. So you got and you got a bunch of second baseman potential. So yeah, I I would have no problem giving him up. Yeah. Like if he can't, and he's not a great runner either. You know, he's not a not a great runner. Actually, the guy who's kind of come out of his coma a little down in uh, Rochester is Nick Gordon's in a little bit down there now. I don't know if that puts him back on the radar or not, but. Uh, uh, yeah, they got middle infielders they don't know what to do with. It's fun to have this kid around. He's a lot of fun, but I, I wouldn't worry about uh, you know losing him, that's for sure. Tortuga back out. Oblique. Yeah. Got the oblique you, well, you, pre- you predicted that he'd hurt himself when he ran into the wall, and uh, and that certainly was the case. So, <laughs> yeah, because uh, he just bounced off it, basically. Yes, yes, he did. Cave just made that same yep. catch, by the way. A little more niftily than, than, than Willis did. He did not uh, basically uh, fall down to the ground and wrestle with the baseball. Well, he can climb. He yeah, can climb the fence. Fun. He can yeah. climb the fence. Ostadia just bounces off the wall. I don't know. I wouldn't mind having Willis to come up here though. Pretty soon, my guy Lamont Wade got called up. Uh, yes. Uh, 
he's a really nice kid. I don't know if he's he's a two forty hitter in the minor leagues. My guys down there say that he's a fourth outfielder at best, but uh good guy and and uh you know, hell he might end up pitching before today's over. He might that might end up maybe his major league debut. So Yeah, no there no Kyle Gibson looks like he's getting ready to come in in the next inning. So if the wow. the, the twins are already short handed going into this game and probably praying for a rainout and instead they're gonna get at least sixteen innings out of this game. <laughs> What uh, now, Gibson? This could be his uh, between starts throwing day, then, huh? Yeah, uh, yeah he pitched on uh, Tuesday, Pat. So Tuesday, yeah, Thursday. Well, I could just so if he pitches an inning, he could still make his start. Although the way as paranoid as they are about stuff no. like that, who knows? Who knows? They, uh, they're, 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 they're. I, I'm absolutely shocked that Kepler got himself back in the lineup already. I guess it was desperation because. Uh, mm-hmm. Boy, he got hit with a baseball. With these guys, that's like, uh, you know, getting hit by a train. So you better, uh, you know, you, you got to take a few hey, weeks Pat, off. Pat, Buxton, Buxton is making great progress, okay? Every time he goes in the cage and swings, it gets better and better. We just, he can't play yet. Yes, and, you know, it doesn't feel perfect. Okay, you're uh, you're 26 years old and you've run into 500 fences in your life. You're never going to be perfect again, fella. This is it. So uh, just next time they ask you if there's any pain, say no and get back in there. Sounds like good medical advice. Good advice. Do- Dr. Pat. <laughs> that's right. Yep. Yeah, exactly. that's trainer. <laughs> say no. That's the, that's the, Pat secret, the secret of of good medical health is don't go if you're feeling good because they might find something, Right. True. Don't, you know, if, unless unless you got excruciating pain, stay home. It's don't, time for the medical show with Patrick Royce. That's right. I'm regretting my dentist appointment this morning. <laughs> you should no. be. I was feeling fine. I was feeling fine, Pat. I spent an hour under, under a scraper. I haven't been. To, I hadn't been to the dentist in years, and I went about four years ago, and now I haven't stopped going to him ever since then. So they got you. Don't that proves your point. Something. That yes. proves your point. When your body talks to you, ignore it. <laughs> well, no. The body talks to you harshly. If it's just if it's just giving you a hint, stay home. <laughs> oh, make, it bend, make it bend you over and hit you with a stick. <laughs> oh man! All right, bottom of the sixteenth inning, and Jorge Polanco. Is leading off. Trying to, hasn't he been trying to win the game? Polanco, man. He's he almost did. From his he yes, almost did. And that bat before when he was hitting left-handed, he almost twisted himself into the ground trying to hit him. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. All right. All right. We'll talk to you tomorrow, Pat. See you. Goodbye. See you. All right. Yeah, this is amazing. So they went 17 innings. Was that a couple weeks ago? Yeah. But that's what two, led them into a two weeks ago swoon on a, where they didn't win every game. Tuesday night, right? Yeah, that's the seventeen inning game last time around is what led to them going like five hundred for a half a week. And we talked about and we talked about it a lot. Now, if they hadn't played seventeen against the Red Sox, this wouldn't be happening. Uh, The Rays are bringing in another new pitcher here, Ryan Yarbrough. He's a starter, right? Is he a starter? Yeah, I think I think the both teams have exhausted their bullpens. I don't even know who the Rays like outside of Snell. I don't couldn't even tell you like who half the Rays starters. Snell, by the way, oh boy, has he hit a rough spell? 
Yeah, well, he hit the five, lineup is what he five did. 5.0. The Bomba squad. <laughs> no, his June's been awful. Got hit by five the plus bus. ERA for him. No. Yeah, he rolled into Bomba Soda is what he you did. You guys aren't listening to me. He's he's terrible in June. <laughs> yeah, because he had a trip to Bomba no, Soda on his calendar. 5.01 ERA for the season. We hear he was you. We're at just one something. You. I know. He's like, I'm, <laughs> I know. I You know, I come armed with all this information, and all I get is information. Is that it wasn't the. You think yeah, we're he, here for information? He looked on point. his calendar and saw land of 10,000 rakes. Man, that's going to be a rough stretch be tough. for me. Somebody yeah. just end yep. this game. Honest to God, just end okay, this game. Okay, if you're Jorge Polanco there, and this dude throws like an 84-mile-an-hour pitch at your calf, oh, why do you jump it. out of the way I'm in the well, 16th inning? I am. That's what I'm taking off. I am the team MVP. I don't know if I can. And we're already shorthanded. I, don't know, I might get hurt. Just take yeah. it off. The, he wouldn't get hurt. You can find the Mackie and Jeb with Come Rami on. podcast I'm on demand. I'll guys sing some country for you. Pat is so upset about Score North mobile app, Apple and Android. Find us on demand. I'll Write sing that country. Tomorrow. If I have a bruise, I stay home tomorrow. Well, we've had a, more than a whiff now. <laughs> How's it smelling? Not so good. <laughs>